Hello and welcome to our show. You are listening to What's the Tea with Reconciliation Ministry. Twice a month, we sit down with guests to have conversations about the intersection of faith and social justice. I am April Johnson, Executive Director of Reconciliation Ministry, and I am your host. Hello, my name is Brittany King, and I do marketing and communications work for Reconciliation Ministry. Coming up next on the podcast, you're going to hear a conversation between Executive Director April Johnson and I about the impact that Reverend Dr. Ernest Newborn has left on Reconciliation Ministry and the Disciples of Christ Christian Church. On November 6, 2019, Dr. Newborn passed away in his home in California. April and I take a few minutes to discuss the impact and legacy that Dr. Newborn has left on Reconciliation Ministry. We hope you enjoy. So we are talking about Ernest Reverend Newborn and his impact on Reconciliation Ministry. And so I just want to talk about, well, just start off with, like, what, what is his impact to you? What was his impact to Reconciliation Ministry? Boy, so many people know that when I came into this position in 2008, there was no one here to onboard me. There was no previous director. And um, so you do your research and... Um, my predecessors, one was still employed within the disciples, but no longer with reconciliation ministry. Um, and in my research, I you know read all these great things about Ernest and um, how he was a great friend to everyone in a disciple center back when we were at the what they call the missions building, uh, and then how he had also been a pastor here locally in the United uh, uh, Church of Christ uh, congregation. So about five years into my ministry, I had a chance to actually meet him in person. And all of this history had preceded him, obviously. And we were at a general um, church gathering. And uh, he saw me in the elevator and he said to me, I just want you to know I've been wanting to talk to you. I'm so sorry. He apologized to me for not reaching out to me, which is interesting. And he said, I just want to let you know, uh, if you don't um, know anything about the history of the mission fund of reconciliation ministry that it is a mission fund and that the goal of our grants is seed money for our congregations and our church to embrace this mission of racial reconciliation he said this to me like in the elevator <laughs> and i was so impressed and I, of course i'm chatty so i asked him you know can we have lunch or can we have coffee at some point that you know, during the time we'd be together at the conference and we had coffee and um, I just remember sitting at his feet, literally sitting at his feet, sitting on the floor, he was sitting in a chair. But his impact for me has, has always been never to forget that I am here because the congregations are there mm -hmm. and that the congregations, this is their money and this is seed money for their efforts 
to do this work of racial justice and racial reconciliation. So that, that has always been his impact. I've had the opportunity in my studies to do some research on uh, my all of my predecessors mm -hmm. and everyone had brought their own personality and character and focus to this work. And Ernest Newborn was very, very clear that this is a mission fund. And he was the most productive, the highest um, developer of funds in his 14 year tenure. And also he's the longest uh, serving uh, executive director of reconciliation. Yeah, so he knew that dollars make an impact. Dollars is, are how we do what we've been called to do as a ministry. Okay. I guess in that vein, as far as his service um, beyond reconciliation ministry, but also like, so within the Disciples of Christ Church, like what have you, I guess in what ways do you incorporate kind of what you've learned from his work into the work that you do as the executive director? So, Obviously, in his passing, you think about these wonderful things about a person. Uh, again, I only knew Ernest because of my role and because of um, our my role in his former role, right? Mm -hmm. But he had such an impact on almost everyone who knew him. There's not a person that I run into that literally knew Ernest, not just while he was here or in the missions building, but who knew him in his ministry, and they all had pleasant things to say about him, not like in memoriam, but it's like, oh, I miss Ernest. He was, you know, he drove me to work every day or I miss riding my bike with Ernest. Ernest always had something positive to say to me. But the thing that I garnered from that most is that his legacy for me resonates with my understanding of my ministry, but my own call to ministry, but this ministry of reconciliation, which is that it all begins with relationship. And that Ernest was, had a proclivity toward establishing relationships and prioritizing relationship in order to be a great fund developer. So I really, I, I really try to incorporate that into my work. Um, I try to make sure that in the work that we do, that we prioritize relationships. That, you know, not the same relationships, but relationship, that relationship, you know, um, it, it functions and ebbs and flows, but it, it evolves. Right. It's so more than just transactional. That. Yes, exactly. Not transactional. Yeah, not transactional. <laughs> so I appreciated that about, I appreciate that about his legacy and what he imparted uh, to me. And so I just have one last question for you. In the spirit of Giving Tuesday, which is coming up on December 3rd, and as we think about the holiday season even, and the spirit of giving back in general, how can listeners and <clears throat> our audience that supports us, how can they help Reconciliation Ministry continue Newborn's legacy and uphold the goals that we all have for this ministry? So I think, I think one thing is to never forget. So we don't want to um, forget that Disciples took a big risk in 1967 to claim a ministry and a mission fund for racial justice and racial reconciliation. Um, and I know that it was hard fought and there were a lot of folks that did not, were not 
um, what we call early adopters, to say the least. But I think what we can do moving forward is to remember, to remember that we are members and that this mission fund is up to us. It not only just belongs to us, but its viability and its success is up to us. And it doesn't need to be viable so that we have another viable mission fund. It needs to be viable so that we can have an evolving understanding of Christ's call to us of what it means to be the reconciled body of Christ. And that as, as these mission dollars uh, are um, expanded um, and received by the church, they go right back out to the congregations to do this relational work that is the legacy of Ernest Newborn Sr. Um, this, um, this, this bike riding across the United States from Indiana to San Antonio um, to, um, to build relationships with our congregations so that they understand what reconciliation means, not for the general church, but for their actual local context. So if, the, if disciples can just remember, remember Ernest Newborn Sr., his proclivity toward relationship, his uh, biking across the nation with his dear friend Bill Fox and others. He convinced so many people to ride their bikes, which is really, really, they remember that he reminded them to sacrifice uh, so that others might pledge that we would have a mission dollars available for this important call of Christ to be the reconciled body of Christ, and that that is indeed relational and contextual. Thank you so much. Thank you, Brittany. that's our show for today. Stay connected with us on social media. We're at DLC Reconcile on Twitter, Reconciliation Ministry on Facebook, and on our website at reconciliationministry.org. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. Thank you so much for listening.